Hey guys, welcome to the Dr. Kelsey Show. I am Dr. Kelsey, and this is episode three in our five-week series uh, that we're doing here, which is the five worst pieces of fitness advice I have ever gotten. So I'm actually going to go a little out of order. I had something planned for today, but I am so fired up about this topic that I wanted to switch gears a little bit and talk about this instead. Um, this was actually the last topic I had planned for my five-week series. So I'm just kind of skipping ahead here because I just feel this like fury of anger around this subject right now. And I thought, damn, this is a good time to just get this shit out and get it off my chest and get it into a podcast format so people can hear just how ridiculously passionate I am about this. Um, and the topic for today is that sugar is bad for you. Uh, like I said, this was going to be my last topic because it's one of my favorite things to talk about. I think we demonize sugar so, 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 so much in the health and fitness industry. And it's so easy for sugar to get a bad rap. But you know, what, what kind of triggered all of this is I woke up this morning and opened my email and there was an email from a client that just the title of the email, the subject line said, thank you. And I was just obviously, you know, clients thank me for, you know, my, my services and kind of helping them out. And I, and I love getting thank yous from them. It always means a lot to get that, you know, get that kind of praise and reward, but it was just kind of out of the blue. Um, we just checked in with each other yesterday. So I had just kind of reviewed all of her information. And so I'm like, huh, what, what could this possibly be about? And I opened the email and the email basically said, thank you for not, you know, propagating such diet culture bullshit. Uh, attached is a screenshot of the automated happy birthday message I got from my nutritionist that basically if you read that email from this other nutritionist that was just this automated birthday email, it said, hey, I hope you have a great birthday. Enjoy every second of it, but P.S. only eat cake today. And that drove me absolutely cuckoo bananas, batshit crazy. There is, uh, uh, I have so many things to unpack about this. I mean, like my, I feel so much anger <laughs> that someone who has the word nutritionist next to their name that has some kind of new, you know, credential or education or certification even in the health and nutrition industry would advise someone who is otherwise healthy, right? This client is, she's not a diabetic. She doesn't have any underlying hormonal issues. There's no reason for this client to cut out sugar. There's no reason for this client to say, you know, hey, we need to, we need to just cut the sugar out. We've got an issue here, right? This client is actually borderline already health obsessed. Like I would consider her borderline orthorexic, right? Like it, orthorexia, for those of you who are just kind of listening in here, is like an obsession with healthy food and healthy behavior. So like when health starts to consume your life and when making those decisions starts to consume your life, right? Orthorexia, similar, you know, you might have obviously people have heard the term anorexia and other type of exias, right? Orthorexia is an obsession with health. And so I would actually consider this client to be borderline orthorexic, right? Someone like I've actually challenged this client to say, Hey, you know what? Let's focus on like, you've got 2000 calories a day to work with. My, my challenge for you this week is to incorporate 
chocolate into your day. My challenge for you this week is to incorporate a, a glass of wine into your day, right? So this nutritionist who is absolutely full of shit would rather have someone cut, just cut sugar out, cut cake out. Hey, you can have cake today, but no other, no other days. That's it, right? That is so demonizing to food. And when we start to put food into groups, and this is what I fucking hate about the industry, is we put food into groups, right? We say these foods are bad foods and these foods are good foods. And when we do that, whenever we start to eat the bad foods, which are typically the things we like, right? That's cake, that's cookies, that's wine, that's pizza, that's tacos, right? Those are all the bad foods that people get, you know, that end up getting demonized, right? And we end up, those are, that's my cheat day, right? Oh God, I could go on about the concept of a cheat day forever. But having a nutritionist tell you, hey, you can only have cake today, puts cake in the bad box, right? So what do you end up doing? You say, oh shit, well, if I can only have cake today, I'm gonna enjoy it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get all this cake in because I can't have it tomorrow. So you end up overeating on the cake, going way over on your calorie limit because you know you can't have it tomorrow because your nutritionist is telling you you can't have it tomorrow, right? If, If the food you want fits within your nutrition goals, go ahead and have it, right? I mean, are there gonna be exceptions to that? Of course. There are plenty of clients that I have said, you know what, we need to just cut out alcohol because of the symptoms that are going on, the underlying hormonal issues that are going on, the, you know, advice from your doctor that we're taking, you know, your primary care doctor has told you X, Y, Z, we need to cut out this food group, or we need to cut out alcohol, or we need to cut out whatever. There's always going to be cases like that, right? But if you don't have any underlying conditions, if you don't have a reason to flat out cut out an entire, you know, a food group or an entire um, substance like sugar or alcohol or whatever it is, then what you need to do is focus on learning how to incorporate those things into your day successfully so that you can have some semblance of balance, right? And man, it just drives me absolutely crazy that someone who is supposedly educated and who calls themselves a nutritionist would not promote balance and would advise that people cut these things out of their diets and would put this food in the bad box, right? When you have foods that are off limits, right? It's the same thing as someone saying, hey, don't think about pink elephants. What do you think of? You can't help but think about pink elephants when someone says it, right? Our words are so, so important. I know so many women that grew up in households that, you know, it the conversation around food was very much so, I'm going to work this off or, oh, I can't have that. That's, you know, that's, uh, I've been bad. You know, I've been really bad. I ate this today or, oh, I can't have that. That's, that's not on the approved list, right? Or, oh, this is for the kiddos. Mommy's not going to eat this, right? And when we start to demonize food, it affects our practices. It affects our decisions, right? And so, like I said, I'm just, I'm so fired up about this topic and I feel like I could go in a million different directions with it because, 
the reality is, is that people who are fit, people who are in the industry, people who have great physiques, they don't cut out sugar, right? Um, I don't know if anyone listening to this knows who Sohi Lee is on Instagram. She's someone I've been following for years, but she won her overall in um, her bikini competition. She's a competitor. She won overall a few years ago. Um, and I believe her, you know, her pro card and everything eating a Snickers a day, right? It definitely, and she talked about that process and she documented her whole prep, her whole bikini prep, eating a Snickers a day. And it, you know, it was, it got more difficult to incorporate that Snickers as time went on, but it fit within her macros. So she still succeeded and she thrived and her physique is absolutely beautiful, right? The reality is, is that the people who have great physiques don't cut out the things that they like. That is not the key to success. You're only going to last so long and get so far, right? Um, I've talked about a lot on my story and about on my, in my content about the Twinkie experiment and the Twinkie diet. And I'm actually trying to talk one of my best friends right now into doing a Taco Bell diet experiment. So stay tuned for that. But the gist of the Twinkie diet is basically exactly what it sounds. There was a, um, a, a gentleman a while back who decided he was going to eat nothing but Twinkies for, I think it was 30 days. Don't quote me on that, but I believe it was 30 days. And within those 30 days, he lost weight. His blood pressure actually improved. His cholesterol actually improved. He, his mile time, they timed his mile actually improved, right? So he actually got more fit eating Twinkies in a calorie deficit. So just because he was, you know, eating less calories than he was taking in, he still lost weight. And we see this time and time again. There have been similar experiments with McDonald's where people have eaten, you know, there has been, again, documented cases of people eating nothing but McDonald's for 30 days and they lose weight. Why? Because they're in a calorie deficit. They're taking in less calories than they are consuming. Now, and this is all, and again, I talk about this a lot. This is all about what flexible dieting is, is that you have the freedom to choose the foods that you desire within a certain calorie limit, right? Within a certain energy balance limit. Now, does that mean that flexible dieting is a hall pass to just shove your face with shit? No, of course not. And I always talk to my clients about finding that balance and saying, hey, a complete meal, in my opinion, a complete meal contains a carb, a protein, a fat, and a fiber, four things, right? That's not to say you can't enjoy sugar or you're not going to sometimes have a meal that is cake, right? Or is just ice cream or is whatever, right? As kind of a nightcap or a, a calorie cap. I'm not expecting you to have strawberries and blueberries and protein powder with every, every time you have ice cream, right? But we do have to find that level of balance. And a complete meal at the end of the day contains those four things. I like a nice 80-20 split to be able to say, hey, 80% of my day 
I followed that for, you know, four components of a complete meal. I followed that rule. 80% of my day had fruits and vegetables. 80% of my day had complex carbohydrates like sweet potatoes and brown rice. 80% of my day had lean proteins. 80% of my day had healthy fats, right? That's what I'm looking for, 80% of your day. The other 20%, you can enjoy cake. You can enjoy ice cream. I've gone through, you know, my next show is coming up in just a couple of weeks here. And I think out of the, um, I've been on prep for about 16 weeks now. It's been about four months that I've been working towards building this physique and getting my stage package uh, ready. And I've eaten pancakes probably at least five days a week on this prep. Pancakes, right? Now, when I started off on prep, those pancakes were loaded up with chocolate chips and they had a little scoop of peanut butter on the side and they, you know, had some whipped cream, right? As the weeks go on, the toppings that are on my pancakes have definitely um, been decreased, right? I'm not eating anywhere as near, you know, as many chocolate chip pancakes as I would like, but I'm still eating the damn pancakes, right? And I'm about to step on stage in two weeks. So the moral of the story here, guys, is that sugar is not bad for you, okay? Too much sugar is, of course, bad for you, and it is important for everyone to find balance. But if you find someone in the industry, if you come across someone that says, you need to cut out sugar, or you need to stop eating sugar, or you need to stop eating XYZ, and they don't have a reason for it, there's no medical reason for it, that person is full of shit, right? Now you might have, like I said, you might have something going on medically or behind the scenes that you need to cut out a food group or you need to, not a, not an entire food group, but that you need to limit sugar, you need to cut out sugar, and that's a different story, right? I'm not speaking to those of us, those of you who are, you know, diabetics or maybe major thyroid issues or something big picture going on. That's a different story. But for someone who is a general weight loss client, if you work out regularly, if you have a, if you basically are just looking to get more fit, you're better off finding balance than you are cutting out an entire, uh, all of sugar right? Sugar is not bad for you. Okay. I'm going to leave you guys with that. That is my rant about sugar. Um, stay tuned. We still have two more weeks here in our five week series of the worst pieces of fitness advice that, uh, I've ever gotten. So yeah, thanks for listening to my rant guys. I will talk to you soon. Bye.